latest from Scotston. This is Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors' official podcast. Hello and welcome to this week's Warriors Weekly. Uh, we're back at Scotston, look out on the main pitch as we uh, prepare for Saturday's Heineken Champions Cup opener against Sale Sharks. And I'm with Adam Ash. How are you this week, Adam? Doing well, Jeremy. It's a breezy old day out there in Scotland. We can see the flags blowing. It was fresh. We were out uh, doing some training this morning. Um, had the the hat and what do you call it? The the neck warmer thing had that on as well. There's a few you didn't boys. Need that, did you? Well, there was a few boys even wearing gloves. So to the backs that is <laughs> anyway. Xander Fagerson had them on as well. I don't know where he managed <laughs> to find the size to fit his hands, but um, aye, doing well. Thanks. Uh, Good to be back. Uh, exciting week ahead. Yeah, it's nice to see all the Heineken branding up now as well. So right, yeah. a real sort of change as we kind of move into the Champions Cup. Do you do you feel a bit of a difference around the around the place? Uh, maybe so. Um, it's been a bit of a funny start to the season, obviously with players coming back in, and you know there's been a few waves of that. But yeah, I think now that everyone's back in, and um, obviously with the the Heineken Champions Cup, it's a uh, it's a huge opportunity to to perform well on a big stage and and achieve something special. Um, so I, you know I think everybody's pretty buzzed up about it and looking forward to the weekend and and really seeing Scotland absolutely pumping again. Absolutely. And uh, later on um, on this week's pod, we'll hear from uh, some of the new players and and coaches and and Dave as well at last night's members event, which was great at Hilton Glasgow. Um, I really enjoyed hosting it. It was a fantastic event. More than three hundred turned up. So it's just it's incredible to see how the club is growing so much, isn't it? You know, so many people turning up on a Monday night. It is amazing. Uh, I wasn't there myself, but just from looking at the the social media coverage it looked like a hugely successful event and a lot of the supporters and fans got along uh heard petrus duplessis was providing some laughter on stage which uh, is like him um but <laughs> he didn't get the guitar out though oh, did he not yeah, well, that's for the next one uh, <laughs> yes. get him on stage performing a song yeah <laughs> so yeah it's uh, it's amazing and you know i think a lot of the the new players that were along enjoyed uh, interacting with some of the supporters and, and getting up on stage and um, introducing themselves really so yeah it's, it's brilliant and you know long may that continue to grow over the years as, as hopefully the club keeps moving in a really positive direction and Messi de la Cotto he, he only landed yesterday that was like one of the fir- first things he had to do he came to the club for a bit and then he was there at night so that must have been a, a big first day for him must have been a bit jet lagged he was yeah. um, because he rocked up here around sort of lunchtime and uh, everybody had just sat down to eat their food and uh unfortunately arrived at that time just as everybody was eating and he was going around every single person at the table uh disturbing them as they were eating their lunch <laughs> but it's uh it's good to have the big man here he's uh he's looking like a big unit and uh be good to to get him out there see what he's got in training and uh, i'm sure he'll be a big addition to the squad have you seen his tub of biscuits no what is it <laughs> <laughs> no, I've seen this. Just carry biscuits. So everywhere. he he obviously left Fiji a few days ago, and he did uh, he, he did this article. And there's an article appeared, and I think it was the Fiji Sun, and he was talking about the biscuits. So he's brought a tub of biscuits over with him, and apparently, when he feels homesick, he's going to have a couple of biscuits. Is that right? I don't know what kind of biscuits they are. I'd be interested to know what kind of biscuits he goes for. Maybe some Oreos, or I don't know. <laughs> what is it they love in New Zealand? What's the ones that Jim? Uh, Taylor always, Taylor was the, always, the yeah. Tim Tams yeah, maybe some Tim Tams. Tim Tams if it is hey, so I'll be stealing a few speak to him yeah, yeah. <laughs> so just looking ahead to this weekend Ashley 
It's always tough against English opposition. They, they, they play a really tough um, forward-orientated game, mostly. But we've got a great record against English teams here at Scotts. And what are you expecting? Yeah, I think, well, you know, from looking at Sale from the start of their season and obviously last season as well, they've uh, made a few big signings and they've really started to gain some momentum. Um, a big sort of South African presence and uh, certainly in the forwards and at centre, um, guys like Byron McGuigan, who once played here, a good friend of mine, uh, he seems to be enjoying his time down there. So You'll be looking forward to coming back here. Yeah, I'm sure he will be. It'll have been a while since he last played here. Um, three or four, four or five years maybe, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, you can always expect the same thing from certainly a lot of the Premiership teams nowadays. It's a, It seems to be a little bit of a slower brand of rugby, um, which is more based around the kind of physical dominance. I think if you look at the, the Pro 14, what you see is a faster game. Teams looking to sort of attack more generally and uh, and move the ball a little bit quicker. But, uh, you know, what's going to be the challenge for us is is really being able to adapt to, to that slower game that they're going to want to play, which is going to, you know, they're going to come pretty hard through the forwards. Uh, you'll see a lot of playoff nine and, and sort of other players latching on to give that extra weight. So we're going to have to to sort of have a plan to, to fight back against that and, something that we've been working on all week um you know and i think it's certainly an area of our game that we've seen we've made strides in that over the last year or two um but what what we need to see though is us doing that consistently when we come up against these top teams so yeah it's, it's an exciting one and uh and you know it's sailor a team that we've not played against for for quite a long time now so it's going to be an exciting matchup and how important is it to try and get a win in that opening game especially at home yeah, it's massively important. Just it just builds that momentum uh, going forward into the tournament, and and obviously, you know, I think uh, probably the, the way the season started for us, uh, it's even more so important to get that big win here. Um, so we're going to have a strong team out there. Um, you know, we've had a obviously a, a good game last week over in Zebrae, uh, and I think we're starting to to see some good performance and and. Um, an individual starting to really step up and play well now as well. So, yeah, I think uh, I'm confident the boys can can go out there and, and have a really good performance. And, you know, I think if we can do that, then we're going to see another result. You mentioned that win over Zebra. Good to get back-to-back wins in the Guinness Pro 14 going into Europe. Yeah, I think that's massively important. Um, again, just the way we, we started the season, it was a bit of a, I think, a shock to all of us. Certainly since I've been here, it's, it's probably... Um, it's been the first time since I've been here that we've kind of started so so poorly. But we've, uh, I think that the times have turned and uh, we're we're on our way to to gelling and, and playing better as a squad and as a team. So yeah, those those two games, I think that that Kings game, obviously to to really step up our attacking game and, and start to see us creating those those tries and opportunities and that fast fast flowing rugby is exactly what the supporters want to see and it's exactly what we want to be playing. You know, we that's that's the kind of rugby everybody likes, you know, regardless of if you're a, a tight head or a, or a fullback, you know, you like to be scoring tries and be winning games by that kind of margin. And obviously the conditions were pretty difficult over there in, in Zebri on the weekend in Parma, but still I think we were able to create some fantastic opportunities given given the conditions and you know, I think that's testament to the team and, and the way that we've probably turned things around over the last few weeks. 
you talk so, about the way that we like to play. Is it easy for everyone to sort of buy into that Glasgow way of playing, that kind of fast-paced play? Uh, I, I think it has its challenges, certainly for the sort of newer players that come in. There's a lot of things, and it's probably the same at every team, but there's a lot of uh, concepts that you have to get your head around. Um, we're an extremely detailed team, I would say, you know, you know, when it comes to even things like counter-attacks, so when a team kicks you the ball, we've got a whole sort of structure and strategy there to what it is that we're going to do. So, you know, as far as I'm aware, I don't know if other teams go into that kind of depth, but if you're a player who's coming in, it's, pr it's certainly going to take you probably three or four months to start to really get up to speed and be operating at the same kind of pace and, you know, in terms of cognitive, cognit what's the word? Cognitizing, is that, is that a word? I don't know, we'll it use now. it anyway, <laughs> it is now. In terms of actually that thought process and, and getting up to speed, it takes it takes a bit of time. So, um, yeah, it's it's one of those things that um, players just kind of have to get their head around. And, and fitness and skill. Yeah, there's a whole different bunch of aspects. Um, we certainly rely on our our fitness and, you know, one of the things that gets looked at quite closely here is the Bronco test. Um, you know, other teams maybe rely on their, their gym scores or, um, I don't know, even their, their sort of power scores or whatnot in the gym. But Has that always been like that for us here? Um, no, I would say it's been sort of, uh, it's been different over the years. I think, you know, going back to when I first joined the club five or six years ago, uh, there was more of a focus on strength and, and lifting heavy weights. Uh, but certainly since Dave and sort of towards the end of Gregor's time here, I think it moved to a more sort of power orientated uh, speed way of playing the game. So, you know, the whole sort of gym program changed and, and it became more functional. So you, what you see, if you go have a look at the guys in the gym now, you'll see a lot of jumping, you'll see a lot of uh, fast twitch stuff. So you won't, it's rare that you go in and maybe with the, the front five players, you'll see a squat bar loaded up with 200 kilos but certainly I wouldn't think any other players <laughs> uh, but those boys love it you can't take that away from them so things have changed and, and I think as sports science moves on teams are I'm not going to say all moving in the same direction but if for teams that want to play a fast brand of rugby are probably all moving towards that power stuff a lot of jumping and a lot of fast movement uh, but then if you look at the premiership these guys are are probably still from what I can see anyway, uh, looking at the, the whole strength type game and and, uh, and looking to dominate teams physically. Um, and, you know, that's something that we're definitely aware of when we come up against these types of teams. It's something that we have to be able to action and, and go back at. Um, so let's see it this weekend. Let's see what happens on Saturday. Yes, exactly. Great. Well, we talked about it earlier. It was our members event at Hilton Glasgow last night. And here's some of the best bits, starting with... Uh, a few words from our managing director, Nathan Bombrays. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast. Good evening, everyone. Great to see you all. Great to see such a such an outstanding turnout. I think we had a campus at 350 people tonight. So um, <clears throat> great that you all could make it out to welcome. Kind of feels a bit strange saying welcome the the team, but um, welcome some of our, our incoming players here tonight and. Uh, and sharing the, the support uh, for the season. Tonight, we'll, we've chosen to do uh, this event now after the World Cup because we just felt like it was a chance to get uh, the entire squad assembled. I think even uh, as late as today, Messi del Coto has arrived uh, very lately. He's just off the plane. So um, we've done this at the earliest opportunity. We've got everyone together, I think. Um, 
I'd like to echo Jeremy's thanks to the Hilton Glasgow, who have come on board as new sponsors, uh, new official sponsors of the club. Uh, it's great to have their support. I think they've done a great job of, of laying out the room for us, for us uh, and making us feel welcome. So I'd like to thank Callum Ross, their uh, general manager, and his team. Um, We are uh, also will be hosting our end of season uh, awards dinner here, and it's uh, it's partitioned off just now, but it's an even bigger room than we've used in the past. So our hope is that we can open that event up to even more uh, more of you that would like to come and, and celebrate the season. Um, but we're at the start of the season, so we want to make sure we give you something to celebrate uh, at the end of the season. But yeah, that'll that'll be fun when the time comes. Um, we get. Outstanding support from all of you. We have again sold out our season tickets uh, at Scottsdale this year. We have a record number of Warrior Nation members. I think we have membership that represents about 3,000 additional season tickets. Um, and that's just, just tremendous if you think where we've come from, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago to have this, this constant support. Uh, and it's not something uh, we, we take for granted at all. It's great that we can we can express our thanks and, and on nights like this uh, to you. Um, but it's also really noticeable in the in the in the stadium on match days, uh, the noise that you make, the chants of "We Are Warriors." Um, I know it gives the players a lot of energy, and I know it spurs them on. And it's not just Scotland either. It's um, all over all over Europe where we travel. Um, <clears throat> I like to say now that the Munster used to be known for their for their traveling support around uh, the Heineken Cup, but I, I regularly say I think we have the best traveling support in the Guinness Pro 14, uh, bar none. I think we have the absolute best. So thank you. <laughs> and again, uh, in Parma at the weekend, I saw probably didn't see any of you. I think most of them are still there. Um, and I made a point. I saw you know a number of supporters. Having a great time, telling me stories of when they when they got in, how much longer they're staying for, you know where they're going to have their pizza, and just having a great time. And it was it was really good to see. But it was also important, I think, at key points during the game, you could hear them. You could hear them make a noise in, in, in the opposition stadium. Uh, and I know the players picked up on it and noticed it, and it made a real difference. So, um, so thank you for that outstanding support. This is Warriors Weekly. Head coach Dave Rennie was next up, and firstly, he talked about Saturday's win over Zebri in Pharma. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast. Yeah, if you walked across the field, it was um, you press your foot. Um, yeah, it was like a swamp, to be honest. And and so tough, tough to work on, tough to run, uh, but our accuracy was phenomenal. Uh, we made three handling errors, had a big chunk of the ball, so. Um, and, and you know, scored some really good tries um, in difficult conditions. So, yeah, pleased with that. We've, we've been better the last two weeks. We, um, you know, there's lots to talk about the amount of guys we've had at the World Cup. We had 16. Uh, but we've still had a good side here and a side that's won a lot of rugby uh, during international windows. And so, you know, we, we should have done better. But, um, you know, well, we've learnt a bit and the uh, last couple of weeks have been good. I was just going to say, what's it been like integrating those international players back into the squad? Oh, a lot of good men. They're, they're passionate you know, Warriors players and uh, the club means a lot to them. So uh, they've been great. There's, there's some of those guys wanted to come back in earlier. Uh, we just felt it was important that they had a bit of a break. 
uh, cleared the hair and uh, head the hair. Someone have got hair. Uh, cleared their um, uh, cleared cleared their head, um, and you know ultimately uh, the key for us is to be at our best at the end of the year. And uh, you know if we brought them straight in and flogged them, um, they'll, they'll probably run out of juice. So um, yeah, look, it's um, they've been brilliant. They're, they're good men. Uh, uh, they lift the intensity, uh, um, they lift the, um, obviously a lot more experience, uh, prepared the challenge, um, so it's been good, you know, we've, um, we walked them five in uh, the, you know, a couple of weeks ago and brought another five boys in last weekend. The latest from Scottsdale, Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast. We've got a good bunch of men, uh, the culture's excellent, we make sure we have a lot of fun but we work hard. Um, team's very fit. Um, you know, we, we play a real um, high school, high speed game, which that involves a lot of decision making, which obviously involves a lot more work, a lot more study for the boys, and making sure we get clarity on roles. So, um, so you know, as a whole, the squad's been great. We've obviously been missing a lot of guys, so um, a lot of our older boys have stepped up and led. And um, and it, what what they're good at is. Uh, they'll poke the boys in the chest and challenge them, but they'll get an arm around them at the same time and make sure that they um, they feel welcome and they understand, um, you know, what's what's expected at, um, in our club. So, um, so yeah, like I'm not going to single any individuals, but uh, as a group, you know, we've been really good. We we've trained hard, we've worked hard. We we didn't get the results that indicated that uh, in the first four weeks, but um, you know, starting to bear a bit of fruit now. Ratu Tungivi is a player who's come in over the last few weeks. How impressive has he been in training? And does that give you another option on the wing going forward? He has been excellent. It's a real, it's really impressive. He um, didn't play one minute of footy for us last year, and one of his issues was he's a, he's an Australian. He's a Fijian, but he's got an Australian passport. We can only play two foreigners at one time, and. If we had, um, at that stage, Sam Johnson and Cullum Gibbons playing, uh, there was no space for, for Ratu. Uh, Nick Frisby's also another uh, with a foreign passport. Sam's become nationalised, so he's now Scottish, um, which freed up one spot. And, um, but it, it, even, when, even when we probably could have played Ratu last year, uh, we didn't because, um, although we, we had question marks around how he trained, his accuracy and so on and so on, He's a big man, good athlete, good, you know, terrific person. Uh, but he's really, he's really turned the corner, uh, training superbly. Every time he's had an opportunity pre-season when we could play him, uh, you know, he was our best winger. So uh, it's great now that he's um, eligible. He's now been here three years, a couple of weeks ago. And he's grabbed his opportunities and played really well on the weekend. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast. And so when you replace a hoggy, you can't go out and, and replace him with, say, someone who's already playing international footy because they're, they're bloody expensive and we can't afford that. So, um, so you've got a couple of options. You, you look local. Um, we, we, we scanned the world. Um, there was guys from Australia come across our desk. And when we looked at it, we thought, well, they're not bad players. They're playing super rugby. They're okay. But uh, we felt they're no better than what we've already got. Um, so we've had Rory Jackson, he's played very well for us every time he's had an opportunity, um, which, to be honest, he's played probably twice the amount of games that Hoggy played for us in the last two years. 
Um, we used Tommy there in a, in a game, um, you know, European game last year. We played really well, um, and when, when Hoggy was out, so I think with Tommy, he's got he's got great aerial skills. Uh, he's got a good kicking game. He's very experienced. He understands uh, the role of back three, and um, so we we just felt that it's a really good position for him. It allows us to get a couple of other, we'll cut another winger on the field. We've got a lot of good depth there. Um, they've also got Glenn Bryce, who we've stolen out of the sevens who uh, will be up here later on tonight. And, uh, so Glenn's, Glenn played the first five games, didn't play last week, where we just wanted to look at Tommy. Um, and I, look, I think Glenn's got a big future in the club too. Um, you know, excellent skill set. He's, you know, he's very quick. Um, got a good kicking game. Pass as well. Um, so it's just, for him, it's about time in the seat as well and getting familiar with the 15s game again after a couple of years in seven. So... I honestly believe we've got, we've got good depths in there. We've got some couple of really good young kids coming through in the academy who I think in the next couple of years will, will um, you know, force, force the hand of the um, selectors to maybe pick them as well. So, you know, we did the same when, when um, Finn left. Um, same sort of thing with Hoggy. It's, we look within, we, we saw some, a young, good young kid and we thought we're going to put all our eggs in that basket and... You know, so Adam's getting better and better, and and uh, you know, ultimately he's the future. So, um, you know, X amount of years ago, someone gave Finn a crack when he was a young kid, and and same with Hoggy. And so, um, yeah, I, look, I think there's some good talent in this country. Um, just got to make sure that we spot them and give them an opportunity. The latest from Scotston Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast. When we contract, uh, we look really closely at what we got. Uh, we're looking for a point of difference. Um, what we know with Mesu, um, he's, this is his first day here, and he's he's out doing a promo, so uh, he's he's learning what it's like to be a warrior. Um, but you know, ultimately, um, we had a couple of guys at a World Cup. We almost had three at a World Cup if um, if um, you know Stuart McNally got injured. Out the the next guy in was Grant Stewart. So. Um, Obviously, we're keen to get Mesu in because we play a lot of footy uh, without a couple of hookers. We're going to have Six Nations pairing, and obviously at the World Cup, we were pretty thin. So, so um, you know, but he's an international player who's um, a guy who coached their forwards. is a good mate of mine, and I was often asking him about Mesu. So, um, we're excited by what we're seeing, and, uh, but we're going to make sure that uh, we get a bit of footy into him, a lot of training, give him a chance to get his head around our structures and his role within that. Um, likewise, uh, Jolly's, Jolly's arrived with a bit of a shoulder injury, uh, but we love him, so we've decided to keep him and get him right. <laughs> um, yeah, so look, he, he's working hard, and um, uh, the trainers are trying to make sure that when his shoulder's right, um, his lungs are going to be uh, well acquainted with our type of game. Uh, but, you know, anyone who's seen any highlights around... Uh, Jale is a big man who um, who runs like a back and uh, like a lot of the Fijian sort of Lucy locks, um, um, you know, running with the ball in one hand and and creating havoc. So uh, you know, we're looking forward to seeing that. Aki obviously um, he's, he's from New Zealand, um, played a lot of rugby for the Highlanders. So I've coached a fair bit of footy against him. Um, now he's a real point of difference, we reckon, from a. Um, a boring carrying point of view and a destructive defender, uh, and so on. He's, he's played a lot of big rugby for the Highlanders, um, uh, and they won a title you know, a handful of years back. So, 
uh, brings a bit of experience with that. So, and a good man, and he plays the guitar, which is really important. <laughs> We've got about 10 guitarists, so Para's one of those too. So, um, yeah, so look, I, I, they, they bring an element, um, it's a point of difference, and what we know during uh, Six Nations, you know, we'll have you know, 13 on the field, three in the stand who are called 24th men in case someone gets injured. And if you've got five or six guys injured as well, you know, you're playing without 22 guys. So to have uh, quality depth is important, and uh, these guys sort of bring that. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast. New assistant coaches John DL and Petrus Duplessis then talked about their roles at the club. The latest from Scottsdale, Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast. Yeah, no, it's been great. Um, I thought the last three or four weeks of last season, um, I was able to get some time in the, the environment and uh, get a little bit of crossover. So, uh, no, it's been great. It's uh, it's been it's been great getting back to 15 rugby, um, working as part of a, a team again uh, of coaches, and it's great to have you know other experienced coaches around me, and uh, you feel you're back learning as a as a coach as well. Uh, fantastic group of players as well, um, at all levels. So we've got some really experienced guys, um, we've got some young, really up and coming talent, which I've majority I've worked with before uh, with my my roles as a under 20s. So. Um, and Glenn Bryce with the sevens is sitting over here who's a slightly middle-aged lad <laughs> so um, no it, it's been great it's been great some great people um, great players great great coaches yeah are you still looking for the forwards to play the same way as they did last season or are you, have you been looking to make changes yeah I think look the, the way that Glasgow Warriors play it's um, you know, the attack and the way we want to play is, is what shapes the game it's it's a lot of forwards a lot of forward coaches will want to shape the game in, in what they believe in and you know it's about it's getting the right brand that we want to put in the park and that, that's right up my street so um, a lot of innovative plays a lot of like quick um, tempo type rugby um, so it's, it's been really great and we're learning all the time and with set piece with rugby in general it's it's evolving the whole time so we're not looking to reinvent the wheel uh, what we were doing is working but we just we want to improve certain areas and Week to week, we're, we're striving for that. But how are you finding the transition from a player to a coach? Yeah, look, um, two things for me, really. I, I came last year, played a handful of games, and then I've ever since then trained with the guys. And it's actually when you down out on the pitch on their level, when you get to know guys on a personal level. Um, and then, well, even like back in the last year, I was helping John Humphreys with, this, with the scrum and the technicalities of it. Uh, changed a few things and we were more than happy with with some of the results in the back end of the year and you know then obviously I got the opportunity so that that's one thing so you get to know the players on a different level and then secondly you know not to you know not to obviously impress you what I'm going to say but um, the coaching staff as Dave just explained to join a, a group of coaches like that who gets on really really well and you know the office culture is is really laid back serious at times but I've played for teams where coaching staff either didn't get on or there wasn't that banter between them or that understanding I came I started straight in and, and it felt like you know I could voice my opinion it was heard and if it wasn't liked it was shut down just as quick as it was said but that's that that that's obviously showing you know that the coaches care about each other and 
you know, we learn from each other. So um, that being said, it was easy to slot into, you know, that group of coaches. And me and JD, we met last year as well in the back end of it. And then now we're running the forwards and he's doing a fantastic job as well. So those, those two things made the transition easier for me. The latest from Scottsdale, Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast. Tickets for a Heineken Champions Cup opener against Seal Sharks at Scottsdale on Saturday lunchtime are still available from glasgowwarriors.org. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday at 5. Warriors Weekly, Glasgow Warriors official podcast.